I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Coming to you live from Alola's Battle Royale Dome, it's the one, the only, Puckle Battlecast. Hello and welcome to episode 47 of Puckle's Battlecast. As always, I am your host, Seth Vilo, here today with some great guys to talk about the tier shifts. That intro fell apart right in my fingers. Um, <laughs> I was going to say anyway. that was a very encouraging introduction. I was very amped about how you were going to bring me on board with that one. <laughs> right, right up until some guys who do some stuff. Oh, boy. Uh, we have fun here, even if we stumble across our own <laughs> words. So you've heard their voices. You might know who they are already. Um, with we'll we'll go with whose name comes up in my list first. We've got the one, the only, Mister P. McGee. Hello, hello. It's been a bit. It has been a bit. It's been a little bit of a bit. Indeed. And we've also got Garchomp himself, Mister Shark Finnegan. Hello. Get it? Because because yep. yeah. Land shark is your that that wonderful beer from Margaritaville. That's my personal favorite. <laughs> so, how have you been, P. McGee? Like you said, it's been a minute, and I think you're on the other side of the world now, right? Basically, I uh, I made a cross country move over the uh, end of 2021, so that has been occupying a lot of my time. Which is why I have been a little bit absent as of late, but that's all mm-hmm. situated now. I mean, kind of. I still need to find a house, but the moving across the country portion is at least finished. So now <laughs> it's just uh, home buying, and I'm sure Seth knows the uh, funds of that. So, oh, oh yeah, I've got that in my horizon. But in the Pokemon sphere, it's just been a lot of draft battles as of late. That's really been my world for the last year or so. Um, big old tournament going on right now that I'm hoping not to get out in the first round in. Uh, and if I make it a few rounds, I might run into Puckle's own Wreck-It Mike, who is also in the event. So I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, hoping to get nice. my chance to play him again. It's always fun when we battle. Well, very cool. I know the yeah. draft has been kind of your s- my signature jam. thing for a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> How many leagues is it now? Um, like 20 plus? 
we've crossed 20 completed leagues. I have like 10 ongoing. I'm always doing something with draft at the moment. So that's just been my little world and I'm still enjoying it, which I was surprising. Usually I burn out after like a a year of that kind of activity with anything I do, but I'm still going strong. So that's a a small victory for myself. Well, there you Mm -hmm. go. Well, I I didn't I don't remember if I said it earlier, but welcome to this side of the Mississippi, my friend. Yeah, it's been a bit. I don't know if I'm excited to be back on this side of the Mississippi. Uh. <laughs> oh well. How about you, Shark? What have you been up to other than swimming? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been uh, mainly the two big Pokemon things I've been doing is some draft league myself, and then I've been doing some uh, ran battles. Uh, specifically, okay. I've been doing a lot of ran bat blitz. Just, you know, ah. some really fast pace, just kind of, just quick, What's the just timer for judgments. Randall, random blitz? Like, is it still a 15 second timer or is it a little longer? I think it, I think it, yeah, it's basically 15 minute turn timer and then like 30 se- or not 15 minute, 15 second timer. <laughs> just <laughs> uh, say. Turn and 30 to start, I believe a little over 30 okay. to start. God, that's oh, wild. So you can get your team there. But I basically, okay. I just basically just make moves ever like within five seconds or so. <laughs> Maybe I'll think about something, but at least it just—it's just good to kind of get my brain working and stuff. And I actually got up. I've been teetering in the top five hundred, out of the top five hundred, up in the five. You know, it wasn't too hard I to do. grind up that. Blitz is very difficult in my experience. It's really hard because you can't, you can't, you have to focus. You can't be like sidetracked doing two things at once. Sometimes I like to play, you know, some showdown matches while I'm like cooking my dinner or something, or I'm, you know, just kind of watching TV idly. But if you're doing that with Blitz, you're just going to forfeit half your games because you're not even paying attention. It takes like eight seconds of not being aware and that's just like game over. So Blitz is more intensive than you'd think it is just like as a format structure because 15 seconds is not a lot of time. You can't do anything but play the battle. You can't like multitask. So to grind that out, I mean, you can get a lot of games in obviously in an hour, but to grind that, you have oh, to be yeah. pretty focused for that hour. So quite impressive if you're mm-hmm. teetering in the 500. Yeah. I mean, I think the top, the lat, I think the 500 is like 1330, give or take. So mm-hmm. it's not too hard if anyone ever wanted to grind it, but it's, but no, it's still, it's just a lot of fun just to like, I'll play like three or four matches and I'll either win a couple in a row or I'll lose a couple in a row and. Yeah, just keeps, just kind of helps me just like make the quick assessments that I need to make. I was like, okay, do I preserve this piece or, all right, do I go for win now? Okay, Dynamax now. <laughs> oh, I forgot Dynamax is still in randoms. Yeah, it's yeah. still a thing. It exists. <laughs> I, I mean, I occasionally use it. Sometimes I've sometimes I'll just play through and try to win without it. So yeah. a lot of times I end up doing it. It's kind of a cool flex if you make it through without it. Mm-hmm. I always feel that way. All right. Well, very cool. I've been, you know, just doing my same old thing, which is monitoring the, uh, being the great observer, the watcher. What was it in that Marvel show? What if the, the, the watcher? Oh, oh, is it? I think it was that. I see all, but I cannot, will not interfere. Yeah. <laughs> That's it basically. Yeah, it is the watcher. Yep. You're right. That's basically what I've been doing. I have actually been playing a little bit over the last month, though, between. What I did one night is I would alternate between Showdown and TCG. Okay. And when I got really tilted in one, I would switch to the other and just do that through the evening. <laughs> I do this constantly with every video game I play. There's there's the uh, fallback video game for when the first video game is going poorly. So I, I can very much relate to this uh I don't know, this structure, this setup, this, uh, <laughs> your, your plan here to not get too tilted one thing. You just got to make sure you have an out in another video game. And then when those go exactly. poorly, I don't know mm-hmm. what you do, but you got to have at least one out. 
Yeah, and I don't even use the same Pokemon between my deck and my, and my <laughs> current team. So fresh start. I don't have to see them. Yeah, they've been relegated. You don't have to look at them anymore. Yeah, I get it. Mew belongs in a card, and this one belongs in the video game. It's great. <laughs> Compartmentalizing, folks. That's that's a healthy thing to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. I won't hold us back any longer because we have tier updates to go through because it's January. It's been three months since the last one, and there are some pretty big impactful changes through the tiers. And as with the regular uh, tier update show that comes out every three months with it, we're skipping the topic, and it will just be tier time broken up into two slightly more bite-sized pieces. So we will be right back. It's tier time. And we are back with tier time. And the first one up, as always, is good old Ubers. So, McGee, tell me about what's going on there. I'm sure it's riveting. Oh, yeah. Very, very riveting. So riveting, in fact, they aren't making any considerations at the moment for what should be happening because there's not much to talk about. There's some consideration about Calyrex, uh, as I, I believe that's Shadow Rider. But people aren't too worried about it at the moment. I think everyone's just kind of wanting to take a beat because we are a month, not even a month, we're weeks away from uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus launching and we're not quite sure what that's going to mean for what um, OU and all the relevant tiers like Ubers are going to look like in a few months. It's, you know, some, you know, we're not quite sure if everything's going to come in through home and so things like Arceus are going to show back up into the Ubers tiering. And if they show back up in Ubers and um, Calyrex is a little better managed by them. And there's other things to kind of keep it in check as well in the meta right now. So I think with Ubers, there's nothing drastic requiring everyone, anyone to take action. And I think we want to kind of want to see what's going to happen with uh, Pokemon legends, as well as any uh, stuff from BDSP that might make its way into home and then ultimately into uh, swish so that we would see it in the OU and Ubers and such formats. So not a lot. Check in next time. Well summarized. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And who knows? Maybe by then we'll get the uh, what is the flute that Arceus uh, has Azure to. flute. Azure flute. Maybe we'll get that event unlocked in BDSP. So there's like three ways to get Arceus. I don't. Ooh. Know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. The options are there. Uh, moving down, though, we've got good old OU, the bread and butter of general Smogon tiering. And for once in a while, we actually had something happen. We mentioned it last month. It had just started. The QREM suspect test has ended and resulted in QREM being banned from Yay. OU. So the world rejoiced. No more original dragon corpse walking around using ice moves. And God. And hitting waters super effectively. So nothing derailed my ladder runs more than sub Kyurem when I was aggressively laddering. That destroyed me because I had Chansey as a way to check it, you know, the spec set or the scarf set. But Chansey would just lose the seismic seismic toss battle against sub Kyurem because of the pressure ability. So really happy to see that gone. It was always very oppressive. My team builds never synergized in a way that was anti-Kyurem, so now I don't have to worry about it anymore. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it was it was the sets like Never Melt Ice and Sub Dragon Dance Roost Icicle Spear, 
on top of the spec set. You really couldn't prepare for it. It was nuts. So it is gone now. No more QRIM, and OU is better for it. There is one other ban that occurred that wasn't part of a suspect test or anything like that. It was policy change action, which we'll mention it here, but it then applies to all tiers below it as well. That is a ban on Sandvale, Snowcloak, and Bright Powder. All oh, three no. of those were ruled. Exactly. <laughs> Less yeah. RNG. Right. Ah, no. ah, shoot. My gimmicky garbage. No. My Garchomp so. in sand with Bright Powder <laughs> behind a sub. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. It was That was the main abuser, honestly. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's just always it's ne- it's like you don't see it too much online. I don't think, but it's usually like on these tournament, the Smogon tournaments that always the it exactly. always rears its head that oh we got to ban it because it won this one match in a tournament. So it made things win that just plain mm-hmm. and simple should not have. So oh well, no more. Doug Trio can only run Sand Force. That is its only ability. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Get out of here, you jerk. <laughs> so a couple things happened after the QRM ban, of course. Uh, Scizor has basically dropped off completely because now its main niche is gone. It's still okay, and it's still technically OU for now. Yeah. Well, no, wait, is it OU? I think it might be. No. It, I need a member, actually. It's still handling would. something it's, yeah, like double double right? Come again? I'm sorry? It still handles things like Weavile, which are still prominent, yeah? And I'm sure there's a couple of other things. In a sense, it can't switch into Weavile, though, because that knockoff hurts. True. Um, I guess it it depends if you're a bulky reset or not. But Oh, Lele. Uh, Even without the ability to bullet punch it, it does help to be able to U-turn, knock off, absorb its hits, and roost them off. Mm -hmm. So when people are, you know, filling the QREM wall breaker slot on their team with Specs Lele... That's probably keeping Scizor where it is for now until people find something better. Yeah, it's right now uh, just in the six, uh, 1695 of OU for December. It was at 4.6%, which is oh, wow. just above dropping over ah. into UU. Yeah, what's Let's it, 4.52? Okay. Yeah, 4.25 is the threshold. 4.25. Oh, 5.2, wow. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's barely clinging it's, to OU status at the moment. It was yeah, at 6.56 in uh, November, so it dropped a whole 2%, which is, is significant mm-hmm. enough that to drop up. It, potentially drop it down the next tier shift here. And that's a third of its yeah. usage. Gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, oh well. Three months from now, it'll be gone back to UU where it belongs. What's rising Another from the thing, ashes, though? though what is rising from the ashes, and what what but a phoenix would do that? And it's Galarian Moltres emerging as the latest hype heavy offense attacker. And, you know, it's got the agility, nasty plot, hurricane, fiery, fi- fiery, fiery wrath. Fi- thank you. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't get Volcarona out of my head. Fiery <laughs> wrath. <laughs> and <laughs> arguably, at this exact moment in time, it might be the second best dark type in the tier behind Weavile. So if you're having problems with Dragapult and you tend to play more offensive teams, give Galarian Moltres a try. It might be worth it. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, has Mandibuzz especially... dropped off or is Mandibuzz just not what it was? Oh, Mandibuzz is UU now. Mandibuzz? I don't Mandibuzz even know Mandibuzz is UU. Program. Oh, gosh. It's been a hot Yeah, it's been that. Yeah. You, I think you've not been on Battlecast since Mandibuzz dropped. Yeah. Oh, man. 
Yeah, but you no. know what? <laughs> it may rise. That's the thing. Like, without a monster ice-type attacker, Mandibuzz, for its utility and roll compression, may mm-hmm. end up rising back. Um, there's things like that. Like, Corviknight is a little bit easier to use now because it, those ice-type attacks even hurt Corviknight. I yeah. think it to it KO'd in a lot of situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Specs Ice Beam can just kind of obliterate Specs Ice Beam or like plus one... High school spears could. Yeah. Exactly. Generally, things weak to ice improved, and a lot of the ones that we just said are flying types. So one of the other ones that improved is the only pure flying type that we have, Tornadus Therian. Well, technically we have Tornadus Incarnate as well. well. Tornadus we Therian's the good one. We have Corvusquire, the disrespect to Corvusquire. Oh, yeah! <laughs> I forgot! That, yeah, He's a little... Pokemon, too. And the other one, uh, uh, and uh, Rookity. Rookity, too. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so we have a handful. Um, oh, well. So the good one, <laughs> the, the good, good one. pure flying type, uh, Tornadus Therian was already kind of on the border of being one of the best Pokemon in OU. Now it's pretty much irrefutable that it is, if not top of A-plus rank, it might end up eking into S-rank alongside its Therian brother. Uh it can do so many things. It can be straight offensive with nasty plot. It can assault vest now a little bit more freely because it can. It's one of the best checks to Dragapult, oddly enough. It can defog in utility set with like U turn, knock off, defog, hurricane, or heat wave. Uh, Torn T is very good, and a good regenerator pivot is always a nice thing to have on OU teams. Be honest something i'm excited to see and this isn't quite the battle team or the team of the episode but something I, i'm excited to see a little more now that freeze dry spam isn't as problematic as you might start seeing like slow bro torn combos getting back in action because they're not dealing yeah. with that freeze dry spam and if you can deal with electric spam in another way with like lando not lando maybe something other maybe a different ground type but a ground of any sort yeah then you're really in business with like a good regen core again. Um, a lot of momentum to play with there. You're just kind of smacking damage while you wait for a win con to open up. So I'll be excited to see how some of that team building goes when you're not dealing with a uh, a freeze dry spammer the way we've been having one yeah. for a while. Yeah, I think Assault it's definitely torn slow, and slow rising though. right now. It's definitely jumped up a good amount of usage. I think from November December here. So yeah, that's good. No, I th- I think that combo could be back in full force. Yeah. And what better to pair with it than something else that bounces? Uh, the Rotom Wash Tornadus Therian core has come back with a vengeance and is center as a pivot core if you need one. Rotom Wash has seen a lot of n- use recently because, ironically, it's one of the best counters to Tornadus Therian itself. Stops yep. its hurricane spam, stops can heat volt heat. switch out of it slowly. Uh, is it obliterated by getting knocked off? Because like that's that something too. that hurts Rotom Heat is Rotom Heat doesn't like eating that knockoff, um, just yeah. because it becomes vulnerable to rocks. But something like Rotom Wash, as long, especially if it's running a Pain Split set, really doesn't care about the knockoff because it can just kind of get health back all game. So no exactly. surprise to see Rotom Wash on the rise if you're trying to deal with Torn. Yep, it's a pretty good combo. Oh, something yeah. else in OU that started taking off though is in tournament play. Anyway, it hasn't really hit the regular streets yet if you will <laughs> bisharp is back and i hate it i hate when bisharp sees rise um it i don't build well in prep for it so I, as soon as i see one in team preview i'm always uncomfortable because that just is such a misplay away from losing you the game every time because 
you know, Swords Dance knockoff or a bad defog or just a bad switch out can get yep. you obliterated by it. So uh not excited about that rise at all. I don't want to see it going back up the lead or the usage board. Nor I. There are a few Pokemon that come close to tilting me as much as the existence of Halucha, and I will tell you that Bisharp is pretty darn close. Is it the sucker punch or the knockoff or just the fact that it's just a good, like, the Everything. is pretty good? And it's just ugly. <laughs> that too. <laughs> that is, that's fair. <laughs> like, you could have come up with so many other chess-themed Pokemon, and that's what you picked? Come on. <laughs> I mean, it looks like a bishop. No, it doesn't even look like. Uh, never bishop mind. Bishop with a sword on it attached to his head. It's, it's better than a luchador. It's better than true. a luchador. This is true. Or a hideous pincer flying monster mega thing. <laughs> oh, that's glorious. <laughs> I like no, that. No, <laughs> mega pincer and halucha are are cut from the same piece of cloth, and I hate them both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't stop that argument. A uh, couple other things, though, real quick. Uh, the only other big part of OU right now, we're still, you know, recovering from the QRIM ban. So naturally, people are just going to start clamoring for the next thing to put on the chopping block because they've been so desperate for some kind of tiering change for so long, they just think they need another thing banned in a perfectly balanced metagame. Was that bias leaking into my speech? Hmm. I don't think so. <laughs> There's some muttering of people being annoyed with Dragapult, possibly taking some kind of tearing action on that, but it received, like, zero votes from anybody on the survey. That is qualified players, the entire pool of players alike. There's not really anything on the radar right now in OU outside of... Now that QRM is fixed, and now that Sandvale Snowcloak Bright Power yeah. is fixed. That was the only other thing that was on the radar because of that survey. It strikes me that we're at that phase where I think everyone's just kind of waiting and seeing what's going to happen next. And, you know, Give me Gliscor back. Yeah, I think that's the hope right now is we're going to see an injection of new Pokemon into the meta just so that we have new toys to play with. I don't think – I you know, I – Part of why people clamor for bans and all is just because the meta gets stale because it's the same things over and over. And we've been in a pretty right. – for Gen 8 especially, we've been in a really dry spell the last year because we're so used to having new things coming in. We got really spoiled with that this last gen. And so mm-hmm. we're in the longest period we've been in since Gen 8 launched without anything new. And so I think people just like to see, see change-ups and – um, you know, when nothing else is coming in, the only other alternative is kicking things out and seeing what the meta looks like after that. So no surprise, something like Jagapult's popped back into the mix of consideration. I'm hopeful that things go well with, um, Pokemon Legends and BDSP and we get to see those in the meta before long, but we'll see. Exactly. Give me my adaptability Basque Legion with water and ghost. Oh, with flip turn Give and me- poltergeist. Oh. Give uh, me my rock head, head smash, flare blitz, arcanine, yes, please. Yes. That would be nuts. Give me my normal ghost Zorark. That uh, too. You know, you have a Dragapult problem? Problem solved. It even yeah. resists U-turn. Yeah. What a great mon. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. 
Uh, so that's that's OU. So let's just hop down to the next tier before our quick break between the halfway point. So, Shark, guide me through the treacherous waters of UU. All right. So for tier changes, uh, first of all, we do have a ban on Mian Shao. Mian Shao did finally... Uh, did finally leave the meta game here just because it's just I think with Kamo gone it was just a good powerful fighting type and it's just all its its speed its regenerator knockoff U turn mm-hmm. and good coverage moves just made it a problem and funny yeah. enough it was already banned previously I think in RU <laughs> it's just yeah. slow, it's slowly getting banned its way up I guess not I guess before long it'll get banned in OU I guess this banned break. in OU it's Ubers. <laughs> I mean, the rate is going. It's just marching its way up the ladder. Never would I have expected that not only would it have gotten all the way up to UU in this gen, but it was banned from it. Like, good luck never being used ever. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. Uh, what is, isn't it Diggersby that always gets kicked into UUBL yeah, and like never that's sees a, life that's afterwards? A, that's such a UUBL Pokemon, yes. It just poor guy. He wants to play Pokemon. And he never gets the chance because nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to waste their time with him in OU, and he's too mean into the other tier. So I guess um, he's got yeah. a buddy now with Manchow. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, point two nine percent usage in OU right now for Manchow. <laughs> wow. Oh man, she that did guy just use more up. than it. What? <laughs> Why not? I'm not too surprised. That's <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oof. Yeah, but yeah, it just it slowly just worked its way up, and it's gone. And taking it with it as a Regieleki, just by usage, yeah, just ended up just being good off uh, hyper offensive support Pokemon, just to either break yeah. things or set screens that it where it got enough usage in OU at the moment, and there it goes. Regieleki strikes me as like kind of like sun like weather adjacent. It's one of those ones that really kind of ebbs like rises and. In- drops depending on what kind of uh, style of play is on the rise that month because we'll always or we used to always see weather teams kind of bounce around whether they go to OU and OU like Torco will jump into OU sometimes then drop down to like NU afterwards Teleper will do uh uh, and pro uh what Arctazold and Ninetales will go up and down oh yeah that's right we had Hail come in for a minute there yep I forgot about that so yeah it's It's just one of those like cyclical ones but it's just not not yeah, as much not nearly as good I, I get back to it. my old statement no longer a surprise yeah i just get back to my old statement people try to change up the meta when things get stale so you'll see these wild pokemon see rise because there's a just a little niche for them to be very effective based off what's the you know the standard in the tier at the moment so i don't mind seeing things like reggie lucky bounce up i know he's gonna drop down again but it's always fun seeing their name up there for a month and just being like oh that's cool and then you know mm-hmm. down it goes Yep. And one thing that I pointed out off air that might be another cause of it is, you know, we had a suspect test in OU. And when there's a suspect test, people play hyper offense to get quick ladder points. And when people play hyper offense, they pick Regieleki. So, because mm-hmm. once you kill the Lando or the Garchomp, it wins. <laughs> or just set screen, explode, go to the next thing. Yep. That's the other part of it. Yep. So, what else is going on? Well, next up on the list. Uh, for the suspect test, because they need to freshen things up, is Thunderous Therian. Just, uh, the community survey kind of has it about 50-50 whether it needed to be a tester or not, but went ahead and go for it. So, but between now and January 23rd, 
is your chance to go be a part and decide whether Thunderous deserves to be banned or not. Is it's Thunderous just, normally in OU? Or I don't know if I ever see it in OU normally. Or, you, you know, UUB Elf. Does it normally get that uh, high? I don't think so. It's been a minute since Thunderous have kind of been in OU. Yeah, yeah it just struck it me was, as something that you wouldn't want it as you're flying when you have things like Lando, Corviknight, or Torn. It doesn't strike me as something you want to be your electric either when you got like things like Coco or any of the Rotom forms. So it seems like it gets outclassed. UUBL tor- uh, in Sun and Moon, it was UUBL Purgatory. And oh, okay. currently, the big, the, Thunderous. The biggest thing was Hidden Power. That's and, true. And Thunderous itself is UUBL. Right. Both so... Therian is uh, potentially heading its way to join its brother. Is Therian Mm -hmm. the Volt Absorb or the uh, Prankster? Volt Absorb. It's the the 101 speed? The snaky one. Yeah. It's the one that has a stupid on 45 base special attack or so with nasty plot that and a strong move pool, including Psychic, Grass Knot, Focus Blast, and Sludge Wave to just destroy every check. That's right. Yeah, that one. That gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. It just does what it's basically like a li- just like a better coverage Regieleki without the m- stupid speed. Doesn't hit as hard. I mean, as hard probably electric wise, but it just has so much coverage. It deals with a lot of its checks because like a Moongus gets countered by Thundy T. Yep. Yep. Uh, all the ground types that exist get countered with Grass Knot or Focus Blast. Fortunately, it can only run four moves, and one of them is yeah. going to be an electric one. Yeah, so yeah it's always it's always it. trapped in the four move slot problem. Yeah, that's just fair. But I mean, it could just vault switch itself out, which is still scary yeah. hard. It's scary, scary hard. But you know, that might be part of the reason why Excadrill was number one usage in UU last month. Besides being just good by itself, it might be partially to put a stopper on Thunderous Therian for a bit. Yeah, that and probably a lucky. I think both. We're lurking yeah, because that, that wasn't there too, at the time. So. Got that. And then uh, other things that are people are looking to potentially test their way out would be Amoongus, Aegislash, and Excadrill. All of them were kind of small, but those are the ones that people have on their radar. Excadrill, obviously, is like, why are you doing in UU? I'm, I'm having the exact what same you reaction doing now. And Amoongus just being the annoying little mushroom it is. I saw a stellar meme on Reddit in regards to Excadrill. It was a Corviknight. It was that scene from the new Sonic movie trailer. Oh. A Corviknight looking at um, Excadrill saying, you'll never be OU again. And Excadrill knuckles catching catching the ball saying, do I look like I need OU? And it had the usage stats of it in UU <laughs> being top of it. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the UU stats right now. Excadrill, Amoongus, Aegislash, and Thundee T. All just yep. back to back to back, and Conkledor <laughs> and Hydreigon just kind of lurking right behind. They're all like twenty three to eight, like seventeen, so like really close mm-hmm. in that group. So does Excadrill rise back up with Kiram gone? Like I know it's an awkward spot where like it, it, you know for a Steel type it wasn't switching in on Kiram well. Um, does it see new life with some of the changeups, or have we not had enough data yet to have an idea? I guess I'm curious. I don't think we've had enough. It's possible. Um, definitely it's, possible. It's weird seeing him in this tier just because he's been a staple since, you know, basically Gen 5, if I'm not wrong. He was, he's just, he right. was Uber he was in Gen, Gen 5. 5. 
Was he? Okay, so he's just been... He was banned been, Ubers. I remember playing back then. He was... It, just like Asia Slash before him. The same... Yeah. It was sand plus its stupid 135 attack made it ban-worthy, and yeah. Yeah. It's... But it, like, Age of Slash, I'm not surprised by. Like, I, Age of Slash has been like a prolonged drop this whole gen because it wasn't facing off against Dragapult well, wasn't doing well against Hydreigon, right. wasn't doing well when Urshifu was allowed in the meta because it couldn't stop Wicked Blow. And yeah, so, like, it's nerfs got, I mean, it's in the nerfs it had this gen were just a little yeah. too much. So, it's one not surprising seeing that fall. Um, but I guess it's weird seeing Excadrill fall. That That's just, uh, it's like when Tyranitar fell off that first time, you know, after like 15 years in OU or whatever oh, the yes. ridiculous number was. Yep. Um, that, that moment where you're like, wow, I didn't think that could happen. And then you're like looking at it happen. And then there's like a whole campaign to stop it, but it still eventually happened. And so <laughs> it's, it's yep. weird seeing whether, I mean, I, that's the cyclical nature of weather. Eventually the teams drop off and I guess Excadrill wasn't shining enough outside of weather teams to keep it around. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Excadrill just has it. I'm just looking at the usage. It does. I think you need a little more time to see if Kiram gone is going to affect it. It's still lurking about the same, same mm-hmm. percent, just like low, like three and a half, give or take a percent. Not enough to push it into OU yet. So we'll just have to, it's, we'll just have to wait and see on that one. Right now it's enjoying its time though, being in the spotlight in the UU. Yeah. I like it. Yep. And what else is going on? Well, we have Celebi is actually doing fairly well in UU at the moment, paired with Excadrill and Gyarados, or another water type. So that's a good, good for thing. you, you know, Celebi. Now that I think about it, good for you. That that does a lot against Thunderous as well. Now that I kind of give it a little bit of thought, Sludge Wave. I mean, Psychics. Sludge Wave is an option, but yeah, yeah again, but I, yeah, I feel like yeah. that's uncommon. I could be wrong. Yeah. Well, because like again, it's four move it. slot syndrome, or Sludge Wave is really the hardest one to slot in there because you have to either put in Focus Blast or Grass Knot for the grounds. You have to have one of those two, maybe even Focus Blast for the steals, especially if you're dealing with Excadrill in UU right now. You have to have Focus Blast to be able to KO yeah. that. You're going to carry your electric moves because that's your stab. And so then there's Amoongus is a, the highest next highest use yep. resist. So you, so you carry Psychic for that. So yeah, I can see how Sludge Wave would be neglected as the move, which would really open it up for Celebi to maybe stand in there on in front of it a little bit, unless it's like a U-turn. Yeah, it resists all that. Set. Yeah, U-turn would be a problem. But, but yeah, full switch. I don't know. Celebi's been dealing with that problem for fifteen years now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't new for yeah. Celebi. Yeah, but almost perfect type coverage alongside Excadrill. I think there's mm-hmm. a couple things that it misses, like fire, of course, but that's what the water types for. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's really that's a good thing for sure for Selby. Oh, it gets Earth Power though, doesn't it? For like Yeah. Uh, yeah. And nasty plot. Yeah. And recover. I've always wanted to see Celebi thrive. I feel like it's one of the worst off of the mythicals. I've always felt bad for it. Yeah. I mean grass will do that to you, but uh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grass and that typing in today's climate. <laughs> <laughs> that other typing. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, and also another thing that's kind of peeking in there is in UU is Sun, which also Celebi benefits from, but specifically Incineroar apparently in Sun is doing really well, giving it that yeah. utility and just stupid hard-hitting flare blitzes. As long as you avoid the close combats, that's a pretty good Aegislash check too, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. So yeah, yeah. that's uh, UU going on right now. I like it. Well, cool. That's the current status. Uh, We'll take one quick break, 
and we will be right back to get the last four. Yeah, you heard me. Four tiers that are left. So we'll be right back. And now it's time to see the results of this month's blood, sweat, and tearing. And we are back to wrap up the remaining four tiers. So why don't we start it off with Are You next down the line? McGee, guide us through the darkness. You know what? Are You has been so much fun lately that no one decided to leave the tier. Everyone was having such a good time that they even invited new Aww. friends. So we've had no <laughs> one depart this tier, but we have gained some new additions to hang out in the uh, fun place that is RU and our new members of it are a couple of uh, ground types. We've got Rhyperior and Seismotota. Seismoto continues to make his journey all over the tiering spectrum. And I think he's been <laughs> basically everywhere this entire gen. So good on you, Seismotode. Um, now he sits in RU. So, uh, that's what we've gotten. There are no suspect texts. So no suspect tests incoming so we have nothing in that regard happening at the moment um they are back in ru which is pretty huge um because they're both good stealth rockers obviously that has been one of the seismitoad's bread and butter uh viability aspects for a while it's one of the reasons he sometimes rises above gastrodon is because he can be a rocker for the team despite not having access to recover um Seismitoad can also check Volcanion, which is pretty potent in this tier. So that's also very good. And then, uh, Bronzong has risen, which is unexpected, but it can, um, check both Nidoking and Flygon. And now Rhyperior Nidoqueen's all the way in RU. That's fascinating to me. Right? Isn't it? God. I mean, I've seen, I mean, I get in the, Smogon formats that Nidoking is going to be superior and Nidoking is been in OU this gen, but to see Nidoqueen all the way down here is also shocking. So that's a weird one for me. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, Bronzong does well at the moment because Bronzong with that nice levitate ability and a pretty solid typing can really handle a lot of ground types that would otherwise prove problematic. And then one of the, uh, what is it? <laughs> one of the uh, more impressive Pokemon right now, um, is what hold on obstagoon's doing well okay obstagoon is doing well at the moment uh because guts facade is a stupid attack and 140 with stab with the 1.5 boost is pretty bonkers and so yeah. unsurprised i mean this is one of the reasons obstagoon got as high as like low ou i think it crossed into the threshold at one point just because it's a wall breaker where things like it toxapex and blissey don't do well yeah. if you have enough pivoting to create opportunities for it to click buttons. It's one of those cyclical ones though, so it's obviously decreased in usage a lot. You know, we're talking RU at the moment, but it does well with that. Um, and because it is so good in this tier, Cobalion has found new life, uh, just because it checks its stabs really well, makes it really difficult for Obstagoon to click a dark attack because does not want to give it what is the ability it's not justified justified Justified. does not want to proc justified with the dark attack and so cobalion can take advantage of that which cobalion needs because it's 90 attacks that isn't that great although close combat always hurts if it's stab uh so getting that plus one off of a bad knockoff or something like that is really good for cobalion can manage the facades and then basically forces the obstagoon to click close combat, which makes it very vulnerable afterwards. Cobalion also has a nice 108 speed. Mm -hmm. So it it really is well positioned to 
uh, manage some obstacle spam, although, you know, obviously long game, it's not going to stop it. Uh, something that is under consideration for potential testing in the future is Necrozma, uh, just because it has a lot of versatility. It has both physical and special sweeping options. You know, got the Dragon Dance set or like a Meteor Beam Agility set. So it's got some ways and then it's got some bulk too. Or it can just go like a Combine set with Moonlight. Um, you know, it's just a really, really potent mon to deal with. So unsurprisingly, it may get put under consideration in the coming months. Yeah. Uh, photon geyser is just stupid. Yeah. It's like, like what's my best attack going to be? Cool. I can always run photon geyser. It's free. Um, Togekiss is doing well down here. It's a good manage to Flygon, which Flygon is always a menace because it has just a pretty solid, I mean, 100, 100 doesn't seem that good, but you know, having mobility with U-turn, having dragon dance, having good earthquake access, uh, roost defog. Like it's got a lot of utility. It's not the biggest breaker in the world, but it can really, uh, fit a lot of team molds. So. It's super versatile. It's got, I mean, yeah. its, it's special move pool is still pretty good, too. It's got Earth Power, Draco, Boomburst, Flamethrower. Ah, Boomburst yep. is always a fun one. And Specs is viable on it. So, I mean, it's always like a pocket Specs Flygon, which I've seen all the way in OU. It's not like it's never shown up there. And it always catches you by surprise when something weird like that shows up. So, uh, Togekiss kind of exists there to manage that. Obviously, it still has Stone Edge access, so Togekiss isn't a perfect answer. But Scarf Air Slash is just a really good thing, especially when there's less prominent steals to really come in on it or less prominent electrics. It can kind of just spam Air Slash to victory. Uh, you know, I know how this Togekiss play works. I've done a lot of it in OU in my day as a way to break through stalls. Yeah, so you have, you monster. I know. I'm. You know what? I'm not going to feel bad about breaking through a Toxapex Blissey Clefable core <laughs> with my Togekiss. They deserve Fine. it for bringing that cancer. I'm offended. It's <laughs> um, my feelings. I'm sorry to offend, but sometimes you do what you got to do, and I I will lean into the RNG if it is needing to be done. Um, so Necrozma and Togekiss, based off of their success and viability, have both risen to the S minus rank. Uh, so they're both very good, and that could lead to future considerations with potential bans and such. Uh, Sableye is doing solid work down here, especially because there aren't immediate breakers. So Sableye is less than, you know, less than impressive stat line can be sufficient with the pranks to recover. Uh, so it can manage Obstacoon well. It manages, uh, Necrozma pretty well because Necrozma actually has a pretty tough time dealing with it since it doesn't have Moonblast or anything to really push through. And it can't hit it with Photon Geyser. Metagross, same issue because Prankster Will-O-Wisp, Cobalion, same in- issue because of Prankster Will-O-Wisp. So it has a good niche down here to check some of these scarier things, um, but obviously it's not the most ideal option. Uh, Raikou, I cannot believe has fallen this far, but it's now in this tier, and it's not having a great time, it seems, with Seismitoad and Gastrodon. Gastrodon is one of the biggest counters to Raikou, too. Like, it has nothing for a Gastrodon besides clicking Toxic. So, yeah. you could, that's you pretty could, rough. And Seismitoad falling down is just gonna means that you... I mean, you could theoretically run, like, a sub-Toxic Raikou, like, if you really didn't like Gastrodon. 
But at the same <laughs> time, Seismitoad is going to be able to break through subs much easier than than Gastro could. So I'm pretty sure I watched in a draft match once a, a Palpitoad just wall out and destroy a Raikou because it was a rest Palpitoad. And so it just wow. sat there all day. <laughs> Raikou literally had nothing it could do about that. It was yeah. I think it was Sleep Talk too, so I still got turns while I was sleeping with <laughs> yeah. Sleep Talk Earthquake. The disrespect. It, it was gross. But yeah, Raikou's not enjoying that type combination, especially when they have uh, water immunity. Raikou just has nothing for it. So Raikou um, has great coverage, just not for them. But not just for not those for two Pokemon specifically. Specifically, and they're both with it right now, so like Raikou could see Enyu. <laughs> Raikou would rather face Swampert than those two. Yeah, he yeah. could burn the Swampert, and then Swampert's actually kind of manageable. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, but that's basically what's happening in uh, RU at the moment. Nothing wild. You know, we're seeing a theme here where we're in that calm before the storm, just a couple of things developing. Some things are being eyed for the future, but I think we're kind of letting the next month or two play out, and then we're going to reassess from there. Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, well, with that, we'll move right down along, and it's my turn to talk about NU, where there is a massive ripple about which uh, P. McGee just talked about indirectly. So no bans, no unbans. Uh, Politoed has arrived because it dropped all the way from RU to ZU, so that's because of a rain ban, right? Next. Or what's the deal with I that? I don't know. I think it's just bad. I think it's just Ooh. it's because rain Ooh. is banned. Rain is banned, and therefore Politoed is bad. Without okay, rain. is it banned? It's got to be banned in one of some of these forms. I think that's I why Cyber's that is. is. I know Drizzle got banned in UU at one point, didn't not? Because Barrascuta fell down there, and that was a disaster. Perhaps, uh, but I don't know if it fell you guys all the can way check down. Me on it. I, think, I, I don't know. I, I don't play a lot of these tiers regularly. I'll look into. Yeah, this. Uh, that's BDSP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one definitely has rain banned. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, that one was recent. Uh, it was banned in UU. Oh, it was banned in UU in, as twenty twenty back in May. It looks like that was testing around the same time as they were testing Haxorus at that time. Okay. But I don't know huh. if anything It would it would extend down to anything lower. That. that seems odd. Let me look into Cuz I feel like I saw someone mention something about doing rain. I don't know. Uh but Politoed is down in ZU now from RU. So it was in RU for a while, now it's dropped. So you can always use that, but we'll continue on with the biggest and baddest change to NU that came around. And that was the aforementioned Bronzong moving from NU into RU. Bronzong was the thing that apparently was holding all of NU together with its very existence, and now the demons have been unleashed. Heatproof Bronzong specifically, not Levitate, which I was surprised to learn. Uh, but there are so many other things down here that have fire coverage. Heatproof just made so much more sense. Yeah, things like Gudra, yeah, um, Indeedee, and Sylveon both had fire coverage. Duraludon and Salazzle. It was actually a pretty good Salazzle stop because it could absorb a flamethrower or whatever, mm -hmm. and psychic back and knock it out. And Bronzon actually not only being a wall, it could be a stealth rock setter, it could also be an end game or mid game type sweeper with body press and iron defense. So I've seen it. it could, it's gross. It could do a lot. It could do a little bit of everything. And the fact that this wall is now gone 
just opens the door for things like specs x plowed, specs gudra, choice specs everything. Hail. Um, even these fires. Yeah, hail. Uh, certain silv ally forms like ground silv ally. You mentioned hail with slush rush in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of things that are opened up with Bronzong departing. So there may be a slew of suspect tests. Yeah, I'm looking bands. at what's coming in as the new options and they all have issues, especially, you know, first and foremost of which they don't handle special fire well at all. Right. Like, uh, you know, Caparaja, Escavalier, Dewblade, you know, decent physical uh mm-hmm. walls but they're not taking any sort of fire attacks or special attacks that well so yeah there's a big hole opened up by the departure of bronzong yeah i mean your next best wall is things like tokidamaru and those three that you mentioned Silvalli steel even things like stun fisk galarian form are being considered <laughs> as walls they have the opportunity now though i mean that is a low-key buff for mm-hmm. all of those pokemon because now there is the opportunity to rise to the occasion and become the great Salazzle Stopper. But well, <laughs> I don't know that they are up for the not. challenge, but well, I, 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 I would, admire if their I were determination to bet, to I'd try. honestly go with that special with the Steel Silvali. You could definitely push. You could that one has the spread to be thus a better special defense wall, and it has some yeah. yeah. fangs and probably a ground and momentum. Defog, yeah, which against is nice. not fires, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it I has a that chance rising to, to stop the uh, Yeah, with and the it's just too slow, and Salazzle's terrifying. Yeah, that's the problem because it's outsped by a lot. Yeah, there's not a lot of speedy steals. <laughs> I guess Toga Demario is yeah. your speediest steal at like what 97 or something like that. Yeah, and even that just barely beats <laughs> Silvalli. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, there are a whole lot of losers, though, from this. Uh, the biggest one, arguably, is Zatu, because it would just use Bronzong as a free switch-in. It didn't take much from Body Press, Psychic, which were two common moves. Gyro set rocks or Toxic. Uh, it's it's even slow, so it probably didn't take much from Gyro Ball and could like just roost it off. Yeah, I guess it could roost it off. Oh, no, it is... It does have a 95, I think. You're yeah, right. No, it's actually, it's got a good speed. But maybe it's either way, though. It might just be easy was uncommon. it's not getting destroyed, yeah. Um, but it was pretty much yeah, always yeah. a free switch in to get in, b- bounce whatever it tried to set up, and just teleport to your actual thing that you wanted in. So, the other thing that lost out big were ghosts, because they just could stop Bronzong's body press sweep. Uh, Decidueye is one that comes to mind off the top of my head that lost big here with this. Uh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. But with Bronzong Gong, go, bro, bro, Bronzong Gong, Bron, Bron, <laughs> bron <laughs> uh, in the Anyway, dragons are on the rise without the bell. Uh, so that leads to weird checks. Things like specially defensive Agaron or Rhydon are coming out of the woodwork to try and be a dragon stop or an ex-plowed stop or indeedy Sylveon. You get the idea. Especially Agron with its augmented resistances thanks to its partial steel type. Yeah. But we're going to see like uh, Gudra start running Surf more often or something like that, if that's the case. Right. So it's, yeah. it's a... It's a it's a band-aid on what's just going to be a new problem, which is that you just don't have the stop that you used to have for some of these things, and they're going to be a little more potent now. Yeah, that yeah. Your teams will scared. have to be a little more cool. Yep. 
but on top of that, on top of the dragons, the normals are coming out too because, you know, steel resists normal. And things like Braviary, the aforementioned Exploud, Snorlax even, Heliolisk, and Tauros are all things that come to mind as normals that have a whole lot more breathing room to just do what they want to do. Uh, and we've mentioned it a few times, but Salazzle is looking to be the next scariest thing in this tier because, weirdly enough, like I said, Bronzong held it back somehow. And, yeah, Salazzle might be bad enough that it might have tiering action taken on it. I think it has before in this tier, or somewhere down here before, uh, just because its speed with its special attack is kind of scary. So, yeah, that pretty much covers NU. Bronzong will be missed, and we'll see if they get it back and can piece the tier together after, hopefully, the home updates come out. But, you know, we'll find out whenever that happens. Until then, we'll just move along to the final regular tier. So, Shark, guide me through the treacherous PU. Yes. So, first of all, uh, we have a departure. Uh, Serena got enough usage to bump it up to NU. Oh, good so for you, that- Serena. Yeah, Serena's such a fun Pokemon. Hot, good attack, rapid spin, drop kick, all the fun stuff that you can do with it. Such an easy scarfer as well. So it'll be missed here. Uh, arriving, we got some good arrivals coming down. Uh, first of all, Politoed drop as it's dropping all the way to ZU because in PU, Rain is banned. So that's, so Rain fell out of ah. favor in NU and thus, Politoed without rain is not as nearly as good, so it just falls all the way down to the bottom. So, uh, as well as Espeon, Glastrier, and Ninjask. Uh, the big, big one being Glastrier, another legendary to fall its way down into this tier. It's got a good offensive stab, but it's slow, and Ice is not the greatest defensive type, so it just it can get worn down and just not be able to close out despite its really stupid stats spread. Espeon may be tested in the future, but right now it's enjoying its time because it's got good attack, good speed, and can really break in this tier. Though it's, it is I think it can, and does It can kind of two-shot everything, right? Yeah, it should be able to. Pretty much, I would imagine anything in this tier, you should be able to two-shot. Though there's a couple of things that could kind of keep it in check for a little while. Things like Sneasel, uh being just a little bit faster than it. Uh, I think they share the same speed tier. Yeah. I could be wrong. I thought they were 115s. But uh, it, I think it, Espeon is 110. Espeon is 110. Oh, and that's right. Yeah, EV stats. I'm stupid. EV stats. Yep, yep. Nope, EV stats. Sneasel's just a hair faster. <laughs> Shiftry gets priority sucker punch to deal with it. Uh, Togenomaru can resist some of its coverage options and also wish pass itself out. So... Wish past Toga tomorrow. Yeah, no, it, that's one <laughs> that's of the very. Common. It doesn't get spikes, but it gets wish. So that makes sense. <laughs> it's got such a weird move pool. It really it's does. So weird. It's definitely the most interesting of the Pika clones, if you ask. Me. <laughs> yeah. But with both Espeon and Glastrier together, though, could be really devastating, especially with. You know, with things like, you know, Stealth Rock being bounced back by Magic Bounce. Ooh. Uh, and Espeon can also wish pass into Glastrier, allowing it to just be able to constantly chunk it. And, you know, it has enough bulk that you could throw an AV on. And th- I think one of the bigger threats in the format, Charizard, does not to, K- to it KO you with 
So it has potential there. So yeah, I've seen the calc. It does like forty nine percent with max, max special attack, fire blast from Charizard. It's Ooh. crazy. And as well, uh, Ninjask being freed from PB should have uh, should have a fun time now. Though it should the tier right now, I think is well positioned to kind of handle it. Things like obviously Charizard uh, trying to put down a bunch of rocks with. Uh, uh, things like, because uh, you're going to put rocks down for Charizard. Last year, yeah, Ninjas mm. is going to have to wear heavy duty boots to be able to compete. Uh, Serena left some big ripples in the format, leaving things like uh, Gigalith, a pr- actually a really good option right now, given the those couple big threats I mentioned previously. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That has some good potential there, as well as Togedomaru, uh, just because. Serena was did pretty well checking that, so now that's so now that can reign as one of the better steals in this tier. And uh, one prediction that someone had made is that Jellicent will rise up and be pretty good in this format, which I could see that because it it was res- it does a good job resisting Charizard. Uh, it can, it has Scald and uh, Will O Wisp strength uh, strength sap to be able to kind of sl- check some of the physical threats like Glastrier and. Uh, Ninjask, and then you also, and then also, it, it has you can slap specs and go Shadow Ball as well if you wanted to deal with something like Espeon. So it has some options there for sure. Good for you, Jelly Boy. Good for you. Right. I support all Jellicent uh, viability. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's nice. It's a nice, good, good bulky water that can do some good offensive stuff, and uh, apparently a fun little set that's kind of taking off for fun, uh, is this Cling uh, Clang set, where you can be able to shift gear and just counter basically the big the big three things in the format right now with Wild Charge, Gear Grind, and Other. Other. <laughs> other. <laughs> other. Does it have does another it have attack move? <laughs> no. <laughs> you just run Substitute on it, I think. I've only ever seen those two attacks on it from random battles and, like, anywhere else. It just... <laughs> Not since Return left. Yeah, poor guy. Let's see. Clean clank. You've got to have a third move, right? I mean, he probably no. has, like, facade or something dumb. <laughs> probably Maybe facade. spark. The, <laughs> the options I see on the set thing are magnet rise and toxic and substitute. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't get anything. Poor guy. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it still, like, what I, I usually check. Oh, Rock smash. Oof, yeah. Oof. Rock smash. What's its dark move? It gets a dark assurance. 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 Assurance for Espeon. There you go. That's something. It just gear grinded. <laughs> Probably does more. Probably. Giga impact. There it is. That's how you play Kling Kling. <laughs> Shift gear. Giga impact. Giga impact. Into this your, poor thing. One ground uh, type. This poor thing was robbed of of any goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yep it's like they made magneton but worse like that but line bad. yeah but bad <laughs> yeah because magneton gets tri attack i want to be electric if it was electric maybe yeah. yeah that like no electric stab is the big thing it's like literally you go down the tier list you go magnezone which has body press and electric stab <laughs> electric and steel stabs then you go to Magneton, which doesn't have body press and just has electric and steel stabs. <laughs> and then you have Kling Kling, 
which is just steel and only has electric and and steel moves. And plus and minus as alternative abilities is just insulting to a thing with 70 base special attack (laughs) and shift gear and gear grind as, as signature moves. It's just so stupid. The year will be like 2040, but they'll figure out a way to save Kling Klang. Yeah. That's the thing I that believe. needs a buff. Yeah. Pokemon to buff. Kling Klang. Yeah, Next episode of the main show. <laughs> yeah. <done>. Mailbag. Free <laughs> mailbag for anyone listening right now. Say buff, buff Kling Klang. <laughs> Shark told me to write this in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Well, that is R U. No P U. That is P U. Yes, we're done with P U, and and we're kind of done with the normal tiers. So, what better to fill this tiny little time gap here with the secret tier that we all care actually about for this month only? BDSP O U. Yeah, exactly for this month and maybe next month. Maybe I doubt Legends will have something Smogani. No, but what's going to happen is Nat Dex is just going to or some kind of weird tier is going to launch with it. That's how yeah, I see it happening. So for this month fair. only, BDSP is the the hot side tier. Yeah, it still is pretty. It still is pretty fun, honestly. Yeah. So there are a couple of things going on though. I'll take uh, these first. These first big things. This first big thing that yep. is. Um, I mentioned it last month in the show, but the Latios suspect test ended. Latios stays in BDSP OU. Uh, really, there's only OU right now, too. Uh, UU should be officially beginning sometime soon, and Ubers is kind of just a ban list at the moment. <laughs> so really, the only tier is OU. But as they promised, Manaphy has begun its suspect test in BDSPOU. It will end on January 24th, so if you would like to get in and make your vote, then that's how long you've got. And it's it's kind of mixed with Manaphy, honestly. Because people were, I guess, expecting Latios to leave, but it stayed, and that's one of the best Manaphy checks. Yep. And Rain is gone, so the only way you can do it, which is a common set, mind you, is Manaphy to run Rain Dance on itself, and then Tail Glow and go ham from there with whatever two moves it picks. Mm-hmm. Surf and uh, Hydro Pump, right? Other. <laughs> Surf needs water. Hydro Pump. Just needs water. <laughs> uh then Gastron is like, hello. <laughs> yeah, that's probably Energy Ball, to be honest. But Manaphy... Or Ice Beam. Something about Tail Glow just makes Manaphy pretty good. I can't quite put my finger on it, but... Yeah, something about the word drastically. <laughs> yes. Yes, three is bigger than two. That is correct. That is, in fact, correct. Unless we're talking fractions. <laughs> but the thing about Manaphy that people are frustrated about is it does even just by existing because it's 17th in usage right now uh but just by existing it invalidates a whole lot of team types or so you would think it seems to only really have that effect in the middle to low ladder high ladder with a little bit of alteration to regular sets you might expect stall ish or bulky offense do incredibly well things like blissey you would not expect to run Calm Mind, but here they do. Uh, that, alongside Unaware Clefable, Mantine, even Shedinja are being used, but one of the most lethal stops to Manaphy is Calm Mind Blissey. 
You get in, you absorb a hit, you call mind and heal, and you outpace it. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, Blissey actually has a decent enough special attack and has good coverage. That's the that's yes. one of the big things about it. It does because it Gen One, so it's got a good move pool. Yep, seventy five attacks, not terrible, especially if you get and stab try attack is still scary on its own because you're playing with fire. If you're trying to wall out try attack and hope that you don't get you know smacked by paralysis or burn or freeze, like it's a scary attack if it has a power to you know hit you with. So I, I I'd be scared of a setup Lissy. Yeah. If if I had to take a whack at what the four moves are on it, from what I've remember in here it is. Back in Gen 4. <laughs> what I would take a whack at is it's just Calm Mind, Soft Boiled, and Bolt Beam. That's I could see my, I, I could see Bolt Beam thought. just fine and dandy. I would actually mm-hmm. tying into some of the other stuff we have here, I would su- I would actually expect Flamethrower. And thunderbolts that to be on that because Ooh, yeah, what's that's the fair. number one usage in the format? That would be scissor right now, sitting at a whopping forty nine percent. That's fair, but that's no good. Wait, call. is um is Landorus banned? Not Landorus is uh Garchomp banned? Nope, no. It does wait, get walled is, by Garchomp. Wait, how is Lando T at forty nine percent of the tier? I, no, 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 no. no. Why am I reading? Li- oh, the oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Lando, Lando T of BDSP. I was like, I swear, it was it was just Gen Four when I left. What happened? <laughs> oh, Landorus my... was in Gen Four the whole time. <laughs> 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 just that meme of Lando no. Starian just walking in. <laughs> <laughs> that walking Lando uh. meme. Uh. But no, yeah, Scizor is the Lando T okay. of BDSP. That makes sense. Yes, because I think just the fact that all these water types are doing really well, it keeps Heatran in check, and therefore Scizor gets to play. What does? I mean, you have so many water types right now, Heatran being the biggest Scizor check just kind of doesn't check. Because that's the thing I remember when I was playing DP itself was Heatran was very popular, and Scizor was not, and the roles have changed yeah, honestly, and I'm I'm curious what caused that, honestly, because I don't know if it's the explosion thing changing around what can counter Heatran. I don't know if it's Gliscor getting poison heal. It could just be Manaphy uh, popularity makes it really tough for Heatran to not Manaphy be switching fate. You have yep. Rotomosh's part. I'll give Rotomosh some credit just because back then it was Electric Ghost, not Electric Water. Oh yeah, so that was one thing. Yep. Oh. But in the use, so that's sitting at so uh, at sitting at number seven at twenty two percent usage. But you have Starmie at number twelve, Azu at oh, number yeah. thirteen, Manaphy at number seventeen, Crawdon at twenty one, and for Alligator sitting, I think, uh, just borderline BDSPOU at twenty seven or at number twenty seven here. Yeah, oh, and Polyhead's down there too. All that. Slowbro's not, but Slowbro's on Man, the if edge. he eats Slowbro, oddly, oddly enough. Yeah, there's just a lot of waters that, and plus Garchomp is still good. That keeps Heatran. Heatran just does not have a chance to thrive. Yeah, very fair. Yeah, the Garchomp effect too. I hadn't considered Garchomp that. Garchomp and Gliscor. Yep, Gliscor even now is one of the better 
Heatran counters. Because Heatran, other than a random Will-O-Wisp or Lava Plume burn, can do nothing to Gliscor. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, other than that, though, the one quick mention that I want to throw out there is that the evasion ban that we talked about with OU also happened here. Uh, the one difference is that they also threw in Leperberry on top of it. Oh, so was, that's man. surprising. I'm like, I was that a was that already starting to be a problem? Like the you know the was it the endless clause type thing or why is Lepa possible? Uh, full disclosure, I didn't really look into why Leperberry was thrown in there. Yeah. But you know it, what? My favorite draft battle of all time was with Aleppoberry. God, that was a fun match. <laughs> yeah, um, I actually just saw this, like, I was looking through some of the Smogon stuff. Uh, Berry got freed from Nat Deck, so I was just curious, like, why Lepo got banned here, but unbanned. I can see it being, like, uh, one of those things that shows up in high ladder plays, just like a really counter meta team, like anti-meta team, and just kind of makes a person suffer for hundreds of matches or hundreds of turns in a match it may also be a rework of the endless battle clause to better define what causes the endless battle outside of lepaberry that might be what it is too uh but maybe those conditions don't exist in bdsp i'm spitballing here but i'm not sure anyway that wraps that up we should have official bdsp uu starting up soon uh by what i could find it's not officially begun yet which makes sense because they would want you know at least a full month or so to create the tier officially of usage stats and they just got those a couple of days ago yeah so i think salamence to be was starting par- a quick band out of bdspo uh, uu that that's the yeah, one that is correct of that yep and outside that though we will go ahead and wrap up tier time slash the topic and come back to you with the team of the episode so we will be right back boom boom and now it's time for team of the episode and we are back with the team of the episode and we decided that we wanted to have something that featured the Rotom Wash and Tornadus Therian OU core. This is OU, regular OU, not BDSP OU, because you can't have Tornadus Therian in BDSP OU. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> with that core in mind, we found a team, uh, in uh, my teams. So this is one that I built myself. <laughs> you certainly would have and guessed when we get to the end of this. You would know without a doubt this was a Seth team. So it does have my signature chef kiss on it, and I've already <laughs> got the preparations in place. I've already got the other team built for when BDSP changes come out. I'm optimistic, mm-hmm. so it gets even worse. But gross. <laughs> without further ado. P. McGee, start us off. Yeah. So leading off the team is one of those aforementioned two. We've got the Rotom Wash holding the leftovers, nicknamed Whirlpool, because obviously <laughs> that's his uh, a move he can use. Why would you name a Pokemon a move they can't use? I don't know. See, it's a it's a brand of wash. <laughs> it's a brand of washer. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's rocking a bold nature. He's got Volt Switch. Hydro Pump, Pain Split, and Will-O-Wisp. And then the EVs, because I forgot to mention them, so we're going to mention them now, <laughs> are 252 HP, 168 defense, and 88 speed. That 88 speed allows it to creep past Crawdot, who can be pretty scary with those knockoffs otherwise, so it's important we outspeed that. 
Next up is our good friend, Mr. Margaritaville, the guard shop with some leftovers, a rough skin ability because they banned his other one. Everything else is banned. (laughs) (laughs) It's all banned. So this is all that's left. He's got 252 HP, 136 defense, and then 120 speed. That 120 speed with the Jolly Nature ensures that the Heatran is not going to be a problem, and you're going to outspeed that. He's got a Stealth Rock, Earthquake, Toxic, and Flamethrower. Basically, he wants to set his rocks, spam his buttons, or if he can't do either of those things, just go ahead and poison you. So that's what Garchomp's here to do. Yep. That brings us to two more, my two, that we've got. And we've got Ferrothorn holding leftovers. I'll let you discover its nickname yourself, dear listener. And, of course, the ability is Iron Barbs. The EVs are as follows. And they're weird. Bear with me. 252 HP, 128 defense, and 128 special defense with a careful nature. So the cool thing about that exact spread on Ferrothorn is the HP puts it at a leftovers number. Always max your HPs on Ferrothorn. Don't do that 248 nonsense because that hits a lefties number. 128 in both defenses allows you to hit a bonus point in the defense stat that your nature augments. So I I have a careful nature because I'm afraid of Tapu Koko, and that careful nature in the 128 special defense brings me to a bonus point number for getting an extra special defense point out. If I want to switch to Impish, the same thing happens with the 128 and Impish. Ferrothorn's just got a neat little spread like that. I think the other number that does that is 88 and 168, so you can allocate those stats as you will, but I want a mixed defenses Ferrothorn. The moveset, though, is as follows. Spikes, Leech Seed, Body Press, and Power Whip. No knockoff on this one. I want both offensive options, and I need to handle Tapu Koko with the Ferrothorn alone, so I can't just rely on Body Press for that. Makes the sense. next Pokemon on the list is good old one of one of my favorites. Uh, you know the you know those favorite of each type charts that you oh, make. Yes. Yep. Uh, four of the six of this team are on that chart. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Are they Water, Rotom Wash, Dragon, Garchomp, Steel, Ferrothorn, <laughs> Fairy Clefable Fairy? has to be on here. Fairy Clefable, obviously. Uh, the the others I'll get to at the end. You oh. can keep guessing from there. At the end. So anyway, the Clefable is kind of just a standard utility Clefable. I haven't quite decided what to do with this one yet. I could run Calm Mind or some other weird sets that I want to, but this is how it is for now. It's got leftovers with the ability of Magic Guard. It is shiny. Let it be known. Uh, (laughs) EVs are as follows. 252 HP, 200 defense, 56 special defense with a calm nature. That's just standard... Uh, utility Clefable spread right now gives yep. you enough to, I think, survive a two-hit KO from Dragapult, and the rest go into defense to kill Haluchas. <laughs> and <clears throat> moveset is Moonblast, Softboiled, Wish, and Knockoff. I love double heal type sets. I do too. So gross. Especially with the team with Garchomp and Ferrothorn on it that don't have recovery of their own. Wish is incredible for healing those guys off. And Rotom, kind of, because Pain Split is good, but not always completely reliable. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
So, Shark, take us home with the most unsurprising alternate member of the core that we said was in this team. Oh, right. We did mention that there was a flying type, and that would be uh, Tornado Therian, uh, holding the heavy duty boots with Regenerator, of course. Uh, max HP, max speed, timid with the, the extra dumped in defense. So it's just fast and being able to keep getting all that health back thanks to its max HP. Um, you've got Hurricane, U-Turn, Defog, Knockoff. So just a good old standard, just clear the hazards away so that Clef- uh, so that uh, Ferrothorn and Garchomp don't get whittled. U-Turn for momentum, oh. Knockoff to get rid of the pesky items like Boots, and Hurricane to actually do some damage. And this one's nickname is Dutchman because the it's flying. It's Dutchman. flying. Yeah. Ooh. And Clever. Last but not least, there needs to be some sort of offensive win con to this team. <laughs> I always carry one. There's always there always has to be one way that you can just set up and sweep. I mean, Garchomp and Tornadus can do some chunks, and but that's still not enough to really put the pressure on. And for this team, so of course got- this is going to be a very hyper offensive win con, right? With max investment into special attack yeah. and speed, right? Right. Shark? You know me so well. <laughs> uh, well, this is the win con of this team is uh, Seraph the Volcarona holding heavy duty boots <laughs> with the ability Flame Body. Uh, EVs, 248 HP, 16 special attack, and 88 speed at the timid. Whoa. Try not to get so. too aggressive with that special attack stat. <laughs> hey, hey, it hits an exact number that I need it to hit. Calm down. <laughs> so this is not, this is a bulkier win con, but it still hits the right where it needs to hit. Uh, quiver dance to set up, flamethrower to burn through your opponent's team, psychic to deal with Toxapex, and roost. Because it's, it's Seth's team. It needs roost. Yep. I need it. <laughs> I can't. I need no it. You could have run, run Bug Buzz. No. No, you run Roost. No. I need it. <laughs> I need my health back. <laughs> could have run Giga So the EVs, the EVs for that one, um, plus. Uh, at plus one it lets you outrun Zera Aura and Dragapult. Which is good. And the 16 special attack allow you to exactly knock out a Rillaboom from full HP with Flamethrower. Ooh. Because it's likely it will have full HP because of grassy terrain. Yep. True. If I if it's cleared the hazards and everything, if um, even if it has a little bit of leftovers recovery, I want to make sure that I can always knock out that Rillaboom. Not bulky Rillabooms, just regular me. Rillabooms with Mac. Who runs a bulky Rillaboom? Not me. <laughs> you would absolutely. Oh, and a Seraph is a type of... A seraph is a type of six-winged angel. Ah! Which, which this thing is on this team because it need, it's the only thing that's really going to put offensive pressure. Everything else is just going to... However, the number of battles I've won without Volcarona ever touching the field bring me great joy. Well, I mean, I'm looking at this. You've got spikes, you've got rocks, you've got leech seed, you've got <laughs> toxic, you've got pain split, you've got momentum, you've got... To, uh, wish plus soft boiled, like everything can heal or get regenerator or just get wish past 
Also, four of your six have leftovers, and then the two that don't have leftovers just have boots so they don't take unnecessary chip. So, yep, this team isn't going down easily. Nope, it's really not. It's got the sustainability, and it's just gonna it's just gonna wear you down. And preferably, wants to win with just like okay, Rotom Volt Switch, knock something out, go into Clefable, get the leftover Mm -hmm. health it needs, or maybe Garchomp just earthquaking just to kill everything that's. That needs to die. Ah, you're speaking my language. <laughs> I see. That's how this team intends to run. But you have Volcarona in case you're facing, you know, another Seth. Yep, exactly. And I've got like three things to cripple Heatran: be that the Garchomp, the knockoff on Clefable, the body press on Ferrothorn. I'm getting that Heatran out of the way, one way or another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to give you guys a glimpse into how I work, Rotom is my favorite electric. Yep. Ferrothorn is my favorite steel. Yeah, I see that. Okay. Clefable is, of course, my favorite fairy. Yep. And Volcarona is my favorite fire. I see. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that, that all makes sense to me. I thought the it'd BDSP be like Heatran or something. changes have swapped out Garchomp. Nah, nah, I like Volcarona. I don't know why. I respect it. But the, the BDSP change swaps out Garchomp for Dragapult, which is my favorite dragon, and the Tornadus for Gliscor, which is my favorite flying. <laughs> Is it also your favorite ground? No, that's Zygarde. I have to be very careful with my chart ah. because there are some things that have to be on there. Yeah, no, that's all. So that's it all makes respectable it very difficult. Right there. That's a solid. That's a solid list. <laughs> yep. And so that's the team. Uh, enjoy playing semi stall with Seth Vilo's garbage team, and uh, <laughs> you can find out the nickname for Ferrothorn on your own time. Oh, Clefables is Aria. Because that's what its original name was going to be in the red and blue beta. Fun little reference there. But with that, that wraps up the 47th episode of the Battlecast. It's been a great one. And hopefully by this time next month, we might be talking about the effects that Holm and, by extension, BDSP and Legends Arceus have on the Sword and Shield metagame. I'm personally looking forward to it so I can fix this team and make it into its perfect cell form. (laughs) But we'll see what happens. It's been great. Uh, If you like what you hear, you can listen to more Puckly goodness in our other channels. We've got this in Puckle Plus. You're listening to Battlecast right now. We've also got the TCG cast, which, fun fact, I will be appearing on the next one for that. That's going to be our... If I'm correct, it's going to be one of our set review episodes where I can gush about how all the new cards are actually old cards that they just have different faces to. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was seeing that pop off in TCG. That uh, is it V? Mm -hmm. What's the set called? Uh, The next set is Brilliant Stars. Ah, that's right, with the V-Star mechanic. In the West. Yep, exactly. I'm very excited for all of those cards. So you can listen to me as well as Basket the Host there uh, on the next Thursday that things come out. There's also the Game Corner show that comes out on this on this feed as well as all the trivia rewind re, tri, uh, trivia rewinds that come out. <laughs> if I could speak, my brain is gone. But if you like regular Puckle, that comes out on a different feed, the Puckle feed. Those shows come out every Monday and they talk everything Pokemon from, you know, video game, trading card game, whatever is relevant right now to even serial or Pokemon to be a master the board game. Other than that, you can support the show in a couple different ways. There is the Patreon if you'd like to support us directly. It helps us 
keep the community thriving and make sure that we have microphones that make us sound like not garbage. You can buy some merch from the Puckle store. Right now it's a little bit lacking, but we're working on transitioning our products to the new store. So there's a new link down below for you to click on. And... Just keep listening. Join us on Discord. That's where all the magic happens. That's where you can hang out with us on a regular basis, can participate in our tournaments and giveaways. Including a new Discord tournament that's getting signups right now. That's right. Well, I should have mentioned that. That's the UUTC, correct? Yep. yep. Well, very it good. Is I'm not speaking of too much. singles. Speaking uh, of UUTC, you have the last two champs on this uh, on this podcast today. Oh, true. Oh, yeah. wow. I won the first do, switch. Team McGee won the second one. Well, cool. That's so, kind of come dethrone us. Take away the title. Come dethrone. <laughs> <laughs> Play BDSP. Not with this team, though. Oh, yeah, that's illegal. Yeah. That's illegal. <laughs> yeah, that's- <laughs> there are three things that are not even alive in that time. Alive. <laughs> 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 Uh, but anyway, it's been great. Thank you guys for uh, coming on. Don't forget to follow. It's the always YouTube great having Twitch. you. Thank you. Yes, I always forget something. YouTube and Twitch, that's where a lot of the stuff's happening that you can see live. Uh, Thatch is actually streaming right now as we record this. He's doing his Emerald Nuzlocke, I think, every Tuesday right now is for sure when he's streaming and he's going to try to snag an extra time every week as well to stream something else, including his latest pet project is the... This TCG cube that he's been working on, so there should be something That's something right. fun related to that coming up in the next couple days, weeks or so. We'll see what unfolds there. Yep. Well, I think with that we've hit all the high notes, unless I missed another thing. Like just the YouTube hearing nothing. YouTube, there's uh, YouTube Soul Silver Nuzlocke going on right now. Mm-hmm. So tune into that kind of stuff and watch our Twitter to see what's happening when. Uh, other than that, though. Uh, I have been Seth Vila. I have been P. McGee. And I've been Shark Finnegan. And we'll catch you guys next month. Peace.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.